Welcome to the Inspired Wave. This is the podcast and community for conscious female leaders and entrepreneurs who are ready to enjoy more peace and prosperity in their business while creating more inspired impact in the lives they're here to serve, who are ready to fully own their leadership potential and live their soul's purpose with confidence and passion. I'm your host, C.J. Rivard, and with over 30 years in business and leadership experience, I blend tactical strategies with the energy alignment, intuition, and manifestation techniques that we all need to get out of hustle mode, to thrive and really fall in love with what we do. To go deeper and connect with me live, I invite you to reserve your spot now in our upcoming complimentary Business Alchemy Masterclass. You'll learn how to trust and own your intuitive leadership and become the conscious creator of your dream business. There's a link in the show notes. Well, hey there, welcome to the show. I have another juicy topic planned for you today. We're going to be diving into different areas of service how we can serve, because there's not just one way, and some of the pitfalls that can come up for heart-centered leaders that I want to help you avoid. So stay tuned. So service is one of my top values. And if you're here listening, I have a feeling you are a heart-centered leader and it may be one of your top values too. So this means you may walk that balance of being a people pleaser, or maybe you're a reformed people pleaser. And there are some pitfalls we can fall into walking that line between service and servitude. Now, I don't know if you've ever thought of that as being a challenge area for you. So I just have a few tips and things I want to ask you to think into so this doesn't come up as a problem. Just a really quick way or comparison between the two. I like to think of service as being from the heart. It's what we want to do and it lights us up and we just love serving. It doesn't mean for free, guys. I'm not saying you give away for free. You're in business. You can show up for your family and serve or your friends, but you know, you need to charge for a lot of your services as well, or you won't have a business. But you show up because you want to, and this is how you're called to serve. Servitude, to me, means you don't have a choice. And there can be resistance or resentment coming up because you feel trapped, maybe stuck in doing something a certain way. Now, I want to give you some examples of where this can come up. And there's a lot more out there. Feel free to post in the Facebook group and we can continue this conversation there. But one way, so if you have an employer and you're showing up as, you know, as part of your agreed upon service, you're in service to the employer, maybe to your coworkers, maybe to the customers and clients, whatever's agreed to. And in exchange for that, you feel valued by your employer or your coworkers, your customers, whoever it is you're interacting with, and you're getting a money exchange that, you know, to show the value for your service. Resentment can come up when you don't feel valued. 
right? Let me know if this has ever happened to you. You feel like you're giving, 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 and there's not an even energy exchange back to show that you're valued for what you're doing. And so you can get resentful. And if you feel like you can't leave, you're going to feel like you're in servitude. It feels heavy and like you're stuck there. If you're a business owner, this can come up for you too. So I want to give you some things to think about. This can come up if, so we all go into business, I think, because we have a service that we think or a product that we think will serve and we're excited about it. But then you may go down a path that doesn't really light you up or call you, maybe because you're following trends, maybe because a guru told you this is how you're supposed to put the business together and make money, maybe because you feel this is the only way to make your business profitable, but whatever it is, it doesn't feel aligned and it's not lighting you up. And so you feel trapped and like you're in servitude to that business because you're trying to make money and not show up and serve the way you want to serve. So look out for that. We all need to make money in our businesses. I'm not saying that. But if something doesn't feel aligned, not only can it cause you, you know, to come up against resistance and flow and making money like you want to be making in your business, but it can cause resentment and feelings of, of servitude towards your business, which you really, that's the wrong energy you want to be putting out. So you want to look out for that and make sure that you are still feeling lit up and called to serve in the way that you're serving. So I have some tips for you or new ways to expand or different ways maybe that you could show up and serve that I just want to throw out there for you. The first one is a tip, and you may not have thought of this as honestly a prerequisite for you being of service. Number one is you need to value your value. And people don't think about this, but if you don't value your value, whatever it is you're giving, whether it's your time or your service or, you know, a donation, if you don't value it, the people that you're serving aren't going to value it as much either. And so you're doing a disservice. And the obvious example of this is in business. When people undercharge, if you're undervaluing what you do, your clients and customers are going to undervalue what they're receiving and they're not going to get the full benefit or transformation from it. So it's a fine line. I know I'm usually, I think you're really going to know it's time to raise your rates when you start feeling like you're in servitude. That's a clue that that energy exchange isn't there and you need to raise your rates. But all along, you have to know the value of what you're providing so others will feel that in your energy and they will value it as well. My second tip, and this very much relates back to the first one, is to remember the law of reciprocity. There's always got to be an exchange of energy. It doesn't have to be money, which is energy. 
It could be something else, and it could come from another direction. You know, if you're volunteering your time somewhere, you know, the energy may come back to you from another direction. But my trick here, or tip rather, is that you stay open to receiving. Because often we get into the flow of giving. We want to be of service, and we're resistant to receiving. And then you block the flow. You have to have energy going in both directions. So I know you're a giver. Some people are takers, and that's the wrong direction to be going in as well. I know you're a giver because you're here listening. Make sure you're opening yourself up to receiving as well in as great an amount. And again, that doesn't mean just money. But, you know, if a friend wants to do something nice for you, Don't block the flow because you feel weird about letting them. You know, we have to be gracious receivers and givers to keep the energy flow going. My third tip is you can't be the best kept secret. And this, you know, if you've been in business for a while, you know this. And, you know, maybe you're just struggling with a next level visibility thought or maybe not. But if you're new in business, this comes up a lot. There's visibility issues. There's, you know, awkwardness around talking about what you do. And my tip here is you cannot serve as much as you want to. And you're a heart-centered leader. You can't serve if you can't communicate the value of what you do or what your product is. And that may be through your marketing. Maybe you're not talking to people directly, but you have to be able to share what it is and what the value is in order for people to be served by it. So you can't be a best kept secret. And the other tip, this is a bonus, uh, in the same area that I want to point out is frequently If someone's struggling with visibility or putting themselves out there as a new business owner, it's usually because they're getting caught up in their ego and their fear, which is totally natural. I'm not throwing stones at all. This kept me stuck for a long time. They're getting caught up in their own fear, which is ego, and, you know, what are people going to think and all the things, or what if I fail? And they're not focusing on how they can serve. Because if you're focused on how you can serve, and so you want people to hear about it because you're there to serve, it gets so much easier. And that's easier said than done. I get it. And I have some programs and different ways that I help people through this. But you have to focus on what you're able to do and what you're, how you're serving in order to help others. You have to be able to share that and communicate it. So another tip I have. So when I first went into business, I actually entertained the idea of, you know, I'm here to serve. Maybe I'll start a nonprofit, you know, because I want to do for others. And then I realized, thankfully that there's a lot of layers to a nonprofit. And, you know, I had worked on boards as well as running a nonprofit before. There's just, it's so much more complicated and you lose your ability to make the decisions. You know, it, it like as it should be in a nonprofit or a charity, there's a lot of people involved in everything that happens. 
and I knew me and that I didn't want to work with all of that. So I decided, I heard about this concept of businesses that's called a for-purpose business. Let me know if you've heard of this or if you've set one up. I would love to hear what you do and how. So an example of this, the best, most visible example I can think of is Tom McCann Shoes. They've been around a long time and they are a for-purpose business. Every pair of shoes they sell, they donate one to charity or to someone really in need. That's for purpose. They still make a profit, but they have a purpose tied in. Now, another way this could work is just designating a percentage that you're comfortable with from either your revenue or your profit, either one, that's always going to go to a nonprofit or a charity. And it can be one charity that you always support, or it could be a different one every month or every quarter, however you choose to do it. But you set that up as part of your business structure so you know you're always going to be doing this. And that way, you don't have to get caught up in, well, how is my business impacting others? I want to do more. How am I impacting people? Well, you can impact them by making more money so that you can give more, you know, through that business model to the charities that you care about. That's one example. Of course, the other thing you can do, which you probably already do, is just to give money to charities or nonprofits as it calls to you. And I know most of us do this, so, but that's another way you serve. I just wanted to bring that up. Don't. Forget about that. You are serving in that way. I think it's harder to think about because you don't see where the money's going and how it's impacting. Like if you are interacting with a customer or a client, you can see either, you know, maybe they're excited about the product they just purchased, or you can see how the service is impacting them. And so it's easier to see that as a service, but you are obviously serving if you're donating and impacting people's lives through your financial means. Another way, of course, that you can serve is by volunteering, like in person for a local charity or nonprofit. This is something that most of us don't have the time to do often. But if you can, occasionally, I highly recommend it because it's another good way for it to really sink in that you can get some one-on-one or one-to-many, whatever, interaction and either hear or see the impact of your efforts. So it can help fuel you maybe to go back and make more money to donate to that charity. Bringing, you know, donors in to get hands-on in the volunteering is a technique that some nonprofits use so that they feel more, the donors feel more connected. Okay, so my last tip, you have a business, you are in business, you need to charge for your products and services. However, you can intentionally decide that there is a certain number of products or services 
that you are going to either donate or discount for a scholarship to someone that you want to serve that is in need, that maybe can't afford it or justify the expense another way. Maybe they have the money, but they're in people-pleasing mode and have to spend all of it on you know, their kid's college fund. I think I'll admit I was one of those moms. It was, you know, not, I felt guilty channeling the money to myself. It was, you know, going to kids' activities and different things that they needed. So I get that. I'm not throwing stones. If this relates to you, there are people like that, that your service or product may benefit. And maybe you want to open up a certain allocation every month or quarter that you're gifting with a scholarship or for free. And with that being said, I brought this up because it just came to me. You know, I love those divine downloads that come to us sometimes. And it came to me that a way I could be of service without, you know, really discounting everything that I do is to have an allocation of scholarships for women who really can benefit from a one-off, 90-minute business and energy breakthrough session with me. Now, I'm not going to give these away because, you know, there has to be an energy exchange for people to really show up and value something, but I am going to be doing a 90% off one slot a week for the next, let's say, four to six weeks. And then I invite you, if this interests you, if you feel like you are someone in need that can't just justify or afford the expense, and you want to meet with me on a scholarship, I'm going to have a sign-up form in the Facebook group. I'm not going to include it in the show notes because things may change, and I'm going to communicate what's available when in the Facebook group, because it's easier for me to just keep updating it. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this. So check out the Facebook group in the show notes and come on in and see what's going on with this. And I'm going to have some kind of a scholarship system in place. I'm really excited. And I hope having shared that in this episode, I've given you some juicy things to think about for your own business. And I would love to hear what's bubbling up for you. So come join me in the conversation. And as always, if you are finding value from this podcast, I would be so grateful. Your INE exchange back to me could be a positive review wherever you're listening to this. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you being here and I will see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening. I so appreciate you being here. And if you've enjoyed the show, please consider taking a quick minute to leave us a five-star review. It would go a long way toward others finding us. Make it a great day.